Now after the Sabbath, toward the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing white as snow. And for fear of him, the guards trembled and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead, and behold, he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him. See, I have told you. So they departed quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. And behold, Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came up and took hold of his feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee where they will see me. While they were going, behold, some of the guard went into the city and told the chief priests all that had taken place. And when they had assembled with the elders and taken counsel, they gave a sufficient sum of money to the soldiers and said, Tell people, his disciples came by night and stole him away while we were asleep. And if this comes to the governor's ears, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. So they took the money and did as they were directed. And this story has been spread among the Jews to this day. The word of the Lord. There are some small differences in the four resurrection accounts that we find in the Gospels. <coughs> Pardon me. But the differences should not throw you off of believing the core story. The differences are presented because we have different points of view, and it makes it obvious to me that this is not a made-up story. The differences are there to point us to the core that Jesus rose from the dead. His body wasn't taken away. He wasn't just moved. The tomb wasn't just empty. Jesus defied death by the power of God and rose from the dead. Now, a few years ago in Zambia, I went to the bridge that is just below Victoria Falls. It's a railroad bridge between Zambia and Zimbabwe. And I went there for the purpose of jumping off the bridge and doing a bungee jump. I'd read about it a few years before and I knew I just had to do it. So I paid the money and I paid for the video and some of you have seen the video. Got ready to jump. There were two people ahead of me in line. A father, who was a pastor from Southern California, hadn't met him before, and his son. 
And as the time came to do the jump, dad said to the son, do you want to go first? And the son said, no, dad, you, you go ahead. And then dad turned to me and said, are, are you here alone? And I said, yeah, my friend Alfred's here to take pictures, but that's it. He said, tell you what, why don't you jump first? So I stood there and they hooked me up and I edged my way so I could look over in the gorge below where the Zambezi River is running. And I took the leap. What an incredible experience. You hit the bottom of the bungee cord and then it bounces you up. And when it bounces you up, this is the closest you will ever be to flying. Solo flying, without a plane, without a glider, without anything else. And then you get to the very peak where you're not going to go up anymore. And for a millisecond, you just feel weightless. And then you drop down. And when you drop down and you can look back underneath the bridge, I saw for the first and only time in my life a 360 degree rainbow. An incredible experience. So I was assisted to get back up and I crossed the bridge just in time to see the father jump. And then the son jump. And there was a young woman behind him and she looked at me and she said, so how was it? I said, it was incredible. You're not going to believe how great it was. You, you're going to enjoy this so much. I certainly did. She said, you're a pastor, right? I said, oh yes. And said, my friend Alfred here is a pastor here in Zambia. I said, will you pray for me? So we prayed for her. And she got to the edge and she looked over and she covered her face. And I said, you're gonna miss great views going down. Said, okay. So she put her hands down and then she couldn't move. She said to the guys, push me. Well, the guys won't push you off. They don't make you go. I said, you don't have to go. If you're afraid, you don't have to go. She goes, no, no, I want to do this, but I'm just too afraid to jump. So they helped edge her right up to the place where she was about to fall over. And then she kind of leaped out. And I noticed the first thing that she did was, some people have said to me, that was death defying. Well, I don't think so. More than a half a million people had jumped before me and there had been no accident. There was an accident a few years later where the connection between the bungee and the person broke and she went into the water and she had to pull herself up, but she was saved. And then the minister of tourism, when everything was right, he did the first jump off of the bridge to show people it was safe again. To me, it didn't seem death-defying. There were so many safety 
measures in place that I felt like it's just going to be a fun experience, just a great experience, and it was. What Jesus did was death-defying. The greatest power that we know is death. I've done hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of funerals. I have never seen the guest of honor come up out of the casket. I've stared death in the face so many times looking at this poor dead person who was just there in body. What Jesus did defied the greatest power on earth, the power of death. This is why the disciples couldn't figure it out. They were used to people dying and being buried. Just a few weeks before they had seen Jesus call Lazarus out of the grave. They had seen Jesus raise the widowed son, the son of the widow from Nain. They had seen the little girl in Capernaum come back to life. But Jesus defies death and the disciples know what the real outcome of the story should be. And they ran away. But Jesus came out of the tomb, raised to life by the power of God. This is an extraordinary event that changes the whole course of history. Before the life, death, resurrection, and ascension of Jesus, when you died, the Old Testament taught, you went to the place of the dead. Only small hints that perhaps something might happen after death. But Jesus changed everything. He went into the grave, defied the power of death, and was raised to life so that we could have eternal life in him. We don't have eternal life in and of ourselves. We have eternal life in him. He is the one who broke the power of death for all who trust in him. Death has no power over us. Death has no power over anyone who is in Jesus. Because in Jesus we have life. In Jesus we are reconciled. In Jesus we have hope. In Jesus... Death cannot hold us because it could not hold him. Jesus is the only one who has defied death. He experienced the separation from the Father caused by our sins. And then, because he was very God of very God and a righteous man, the only righteous man, God raised him from the dead.
he came out of the tomb and signaled to the world that nothing will ever be the same because Jesus defied death. We can now see through death into life because of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Let us pray. Gracious God, you have filled us with hope as we celebrate this day. For we celebrate that the power of death has been broken. The power of sin has been broken. And in our Lord Jesus Christ, we have reconciliation with you. We have forgiveness. We have hope. We have peace. And we have life. We thank you for that good news. In Jesus' mighty name.